Guess who has a bard? It's season four of World Walkers. Hopscotch is a bard. On season four of World Walkers, with Layla, Harold, and Dyson, they'll stop the bad guys or die trying. Let's see what's in store on season four of World Walkers. What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, a weekly D&D podcast where four world's lost travelers are trying to find out where they are. Hi, I'm Callie, and I'm playing Layla, the middle-aged elven druid who likes to stick her nose in everybody's business. Hi, I'm Jess. I play Hopscotch, a human bard that likes to party a little bit too much. Hi, I'm Frank. I'm playing Dyson Kyocho Belrock, a dwarf barbarian who's only good at fighting. Hi, my name is Wesley. I will be playing the goblin gunslinging ranger Harold, who looks to free the oppressed with stealth and guns. Harold, Layla, Hopscotch, and Dyson have broken free of the village of Id and the memory forest, but now they find themselves in a crumbling reality, one they might not be able to find their way out of. Let's see what happens in Season 4, Episode 6. It's like watching Slender Man run. The world is fracturing. Each of you is holding on to whatever shard, whatever broken piece of existence you can, as you're all kind of being drifted apart away from you. And there's no sense of direction anymore, but above you, there's that kind of shining doorway of sorts of kind of like this glowing white light and Dyson's spear sticking out of it. And you can hear the voices behind you, the ones that were calling out for you, but you can't quite see them yet. Each of you is on a different fragment of reality. And as you look down and you're kind of, I don't know if you're, you're bear hugging it, standing on it, gripping it, whatever. As each of you kind of holds on and tries to find your bearing, you notice something about the uh, shattered existence that you're holding on to. Dyson, when you look down, you see that it was the memory forest. Maybe you had grabbed like a branch or something that was falling. But as you're holding on to it, looking down, uh, you see scales and you see it kind of shifting. And it looks like it might have been a creature that you had killed previously. Like as you hold on to it, it doesn't seem to be able to make up its mind what it is. It's the same thing for Layla. Whatever you're holding on to, it it was maybe um, a piece of the ground of the memory forest. But below you, it just looks like the shop. It looks like the floorboards of your flower shop. For Harold, uh, as you look down, you can see that you're holding on to the chains and the ropes that once held you deep with inside the Echo Forest. As you look down, you see that while they are the chains that held you, maybe there's a, an instinct almost to let go and flee from them, you realize that by holding them, they're under your control now. Uh, the same thing with um, Layla. You standing on the floorboards, they've always been your foundation and they're your foundation once more. And for Dyson, uh, the monster that you killed, mm-hmm. you realize that it's keeping you steady, but it's also, as it always has, with each monster that you killed, it's making you stronger as well. Yeah. And then we come to Hopscotch. Now, I have to admit... I don't know your background. <laughs> At this point, you look down, and it looks like the the shard of existence, the the, the shattered piece, 
is looking for something to turn into, something to become, to give you strength, fortitude, footing, bearing. What does it turn into, Hopscotch? What from your past could it possibly form into to give you the perspective needed to hold on for just a little bit longer? A goatee. Yep. So, what? <laughs> a goatee? I mean, you almost accepted that. And it just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> perfect. And logical explanation. I've always goatee. wanted to grow the most perfect filled in goatee. And <laughs> I know that I will finally arrive <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I tried to run with it immediately. It would be the little Cohen. Couldn't do it. The little <laughs> Cohen. <laughs> little Cohen. Beautiful. All right. So this like perfectly sculptured goatee forms underneath you and you almost lose yourself in it. You say, you see Hopscotch just go into it and then pull himself up and look around. <laughs> holding on to tufts of it at a time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, is you can a, see that... Wait, is this a tiny goatee or is this like a full... Now no, is no, it no, like, like the full on... Well, I mean like size-wise, is this like a picture of the perfect goatee? Like almost I can wrap like a it around poster? myself yeah. like a blanket. Or is this like... It can keep you are safe. Are you holding on to a shard that is just <laughs> like you could put it up in front of your face? And just be like strength and dependability. It's giant. <laughs> it's gi- I just wanted to make sure that you are. This is like some sort no, of like she lands into a giant field of <laughs> of sculpted hair. This is disgusting. <laughs> that is really <laughs> gross sounding. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> I just have this like note that just says "Let Jess tell me." <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and erase that. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> no, I feel like you need to make a note, buy that note, and be like, well, never again. I had this conversation today at work that I I like I like my character because it hides the fact that I don't have time to develop a backstory. So if I just play a drunk, I mean, he just doesn't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So each of you um, has your what you need. See, this is just ridiculous for for just now. (laughs) Each of you has found a piece of existence that whether it gives you purpose or foundation or the right look, you have what you need to find perspective in this ever changing landscape. And you can see more fractured reality kind of shift and move all over. It's you're slowly moving away from the door as it was kind of like an explosion away from whatever that slab like creature was. So let's roll initiative to see who goes with. All right. So who had the highest initiative? I had 18. I had 17. So that was not higher. <laughs> Frankie, what was yours? 15. Mine too was 15. All right. Who wants to go first? Frankie, it's your spear is in the sword, so I'll give it to you. All right, I'll take it. I'll give it to Callie. You can't. Oh, give it yeah. To Callie, she, <laughs> she beat you. Thank you, Frank, for your generosity. I try, Callie. I really do. I like the idea that Frank comes in third place. Right. Just like, I'm going to give first to Callie. All right, yeah, I'll go. It's Callie's turn. Pull my spear out. My pipe. See you, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. 
So Layla, you find that shy little like fraction of existence kind of floating off away, and you can see if you plot it carefully, a series of ways to get up there. How do you? What, what do you want to do? I want to. I guess I'll try to like. I mean, I don't know, like I'm not super strong, but maybe I can try to like kind of almost use my my staff to like almost pull myself to kind of try to jump up and grab the next pieces. Yep, go for it uh, with advantage. All right, what is it I'm rolling? Uh, athletics. I rolled two good ones, um, which is good because I have a minus one athletics. So uh, that's an 18. All right. So, yeah, you run forward and then you uh, put your staff forward and you kind of just like you said, pull vault forward and then you land on the next piece of existence. And it, it's it's the caves of Ularmic until you land on it. And then it stretches out and holds you, and it's more of the floor floorboards of your shop. And then after that is hopscotch. Well, I'm I'm enjoying my my goatee. <laughs> You're gonna leave it. With? You're gonna snuggle. <laughs> what what do I gotta do? I'm doing I'm doing good here. Yeah, I'm just like envisioning myself like floating in it. You're a goatee burrito. Don't dream it. Be it. Don't dream it, be it. Oh my Don't god. Don't dream it, be it. Okay. Um, well, like, is this, like, bound by the rules of physics? Like, are we actually in, like, an area? Is this space? Do, can I, like, if I move, do I get, um, like, momentum? Are things as hezzy, heavy as they are in the real world? Those are deep questions. You just watch the middle-aged uh, elf pole vault with her staff. <laughs> Very skinny. Well, like, I think, uh, you know, if this is not playing by normal physics, like, I could essentially use my my loot as a bow and, and launch myself <laughs> being the arrow. <laughs> You could lasso the goatee. Do you want to give it a try? I don't know. Real quick question. No. Are we using real physics or Looney Tune physics? (laughs) (laughs) I would like to use a giant baseball bat. I'm trying to figure out how this universe (laughs) works. Mostly, here's the the real honest answer, Jeff. You don't know till you try. Well, then I'm not going to try that. Yeah, that's the problem. You could load yourself up on your loot and see what happens. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) A loud twang as you break your Drop an angle just, on the one side. I and figured, just you know, I uh, I got my goatee. I, I thought all my dreams were coming true. But apparently not. So <laughs> well, they might. You just have to try it real quick. No, I'm good. Um, you want to pass your turn? We'll come back to you. No. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So there is a platform above me that I can try to essentially jump to. Is that where I'm trying to go? If you want to get, if you want to go towards the uh, the door filled with light. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so I'm going to, I guess, jump. So if you want to just a standard run and jump, then that would be uh, strength athletics. Yeah, that's nothing. So. <laughs> oh, I got 18. Right. <laughs> so all that you're like, this is. I mean, what is it? <laughs> 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 All right, so you take a running leap 
And then, uh, what does it look like when when uh, Hopscotch runs and jumps? Well, it's very lanky. It's best if you look away. <laughs> it's like watching Slender Man run. Yeah. His, nap- his napkin flies up. <laughs> oh, is he still naked? As you look down, you're back in your regular clothes, actually. Well, that's no fun. Okay. Well, stay tuned for part two of that. All right. <laughs> yeah, so you you run, you jump. Um, like you said, uh, lanky and your limbs are flailing around, you said. <laughs> and then you grab onto uh, just, just the edge of a uh, kind of a, a tree that's floating by. And as soon as you do, it kind of like expands and puffs out into another goatee <laughs> and just kind of helps pull you in and brings you into its embrace. Oh my God. Is he like little goatee clouds? And then uh, Dyson. Uh, I'm going to take a cue from Layla and pull vault my ass. All right. I got the pike. Strength athletics uh, advantage. Oof. All right, let's do this. 22. Uh, you leap forward and then kind of just take to the door. You, I thought you're, you don't have a spear. I have a pike. Yeah. What's no, in the it's, door? Huh? It's in the it's what's holding the door open. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm at the door already then. No, you fell. That was the idea. Everyone is shattered and being <laughs> blown away. Oh, okay. Well, I still got a twenty-two without it. I didn't roll. Adva- I didn't have to roll advantage because that was my first roll. Okay. So I'll just I'll do a running jump, and then you leap and you grab onto the next fractured piece of reality, and you watch as it also kind of shifts and just instantly kind of almost explodes into the corpse of a monster that you've previously killed. Whoa! Almost let go. Like, oh fuck. After that is Harold. The shards, do they feel flat? I'm imagining like giant pieces of glass that have these like reflection of like the chains inside of them. You're holding on to when you grab onto it, it becomes chains kind of just floating in the air. But they're like almost like larger than they should be. So, yeah, I'm going to use the chains that once held me down to propel me forward. And so I like... If they're, like, large, you know, like, kind of the big, thick brackets, like, almost lasso them up and kind of throw them just towards the door. And I imagine if it works, like, in a dream state world where, like, they would go almost flat and create this thing I could climb upwards. I guess, like, at the end would be, like, the brackets that, like, closed around the wrist. Like, if I can almost throw that open and it will, like, close around however far it can get. And I can grab another shard and use it to climb to the next shard. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, then um, give me just an attack roll for that, then. 17. All right, yeah, so you, yeah, you grab the chain and then you start spinning one end and you throw it and it crashes into another uh, shard, which is, like, half of you layer and half memory force and as soon as it hits you can see it just like grab on. and the rest of you see this too you watch as the the shard instantly changes and becomes the next link in the chain nice yeah and then i if i, I still have move action would start climbing up the chain yep but. and then yeah you start scurrying the chain and then it's the next round and it's layla's turn pull vault again Okay, um... Now you're just showing off. So, <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, my my ability as a 
as an elf of uh, Candice is I get one non-combat inspiration a day. I'm definitely going to need to use that. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh. So I rolled two sixes and a four. So that is a five. <laughs> All right. So you watch as she tries to pole vault and she just doesn't have enough strength. And you watch as she almost runs along the floorboards and then almost like runs like she kind of flips. And then you hear her go off the side and then crash on the other side. And then you hear her go, ah, oh, shit. She seems so nice. Hopscotch. Well, I got nothing that I can help her with, so I'm looking at my equipment. So how far away am I am I from the door? Uh, you look you could probably make it two more leaps. Two? Yeah, I guess I'll leap again. I'll leap from uh, plumage to plumage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two again. Well, shit. <laughs> I got a seven. Shit. So you watch as Hopscotch runs and then that kind of that lanky ah! and then he grabs onto the next piece but rips the hair off of the <gasps> non-chin. Oh no. It looks like Hopscotch totally has it and then the hair rips and you see Hopscotch fall as well. Fuck. Dyson. Ah, uh, fuck, what do I have on me? I've got to have some. Um, I got rope. Can I throw rope down? I got 50 feet of rope, so um, I'm going to try and, uh, I don't know, this sounds dumb, but like, can I loop it around my hand, uh, hand axe of mine and then throw it down to Layla? Are you Layla? trying to embed it? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Like, well, I want it to fall, har- I want it to fall <laughs> harder. Like, Dyson. <laughs> gonna kill me along the way. I'm not aiming. I'm not gonna kill you. Roll a range attack. Range attack. Ooh. I got 10 health, man. Oh! 22, baby. What's your AC, Layla? <gasps> 15? <laughs> you fucking kill me, man. No! No, okay, Layla! So here's what's going on. You see the axe just coming at you, right? Um, you can use your reaction as you're falling to react. How would you like to react to this? I, I see a flying hand axe di- coming hear Dyson for me. Going, Catch it! What is wrong with you? I, I, I don't. He wants you to catch it. I just don't feel like catching a hand axe is a good idea. Its aim is true, so you better do something. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna try to catch a fucking flying hand axe. Like. Okay. Tell me how you're doing it. How I'm doing this? Uh, I'm gonna hopefully try not to catch it in me and like hold on to my staff and try to like hold it up and see if it like embeds it into that a little. Yeah. What do you want to use to do this? I, I, I assume I'd, I'm gonna say guess Dex. <laughs> Somehow, sure. Okay, um, 14. And so here's the thing. As you do this, like you take the staff and you raise it up, right? These are not the kinds of actions that Layla is typically able to complete. And 
that thought might race through your head as you raise the staff as you're falling backwards <laughs> through nothingness and the axe thunk, embeds itself halfway into your staff and then you <gasps> and now I need uh, Dyson to make a strength check I got this he drops me <laughs> I got plus six strength baby we got this Not one. 17 Okay. Nice. And then you watch as like he like he has the rope like wrapped around his arm essentially. He just just strong arms it and holds him it. So he has saved Layla, it looks like. Woo! And so you're falling, but it's not like you fall and then straighten yourself out. You're still falling at an angle. The physics, the the reality of this this entire existence. Um, is a little bit off, obviously, in part because, yeah, you fly back and you're still falling, but you're falling away. <laughs> yeah. Harold. Harold sees Hopscotch miss the goatee, um, <laughs> which makes him sad because everyone deserves a good goatee. Um, he's on the chain, right? And so he would take that and he would lasso it and he would he would use the end to try to latch on to uh, Hopscotch. And he would say, like, if we fall, we fall together. All right, give me a uh, ranged attack. Very good goblin. Uh, 18. So the chains fly down and they catch Hopscotch by the belt buckle. Nice. Does Hopscotch have a belt buckle? It does now. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> Yep, and then you uh, give me a strength check to hold on. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> uh, 14. Nice. So, yeah, you see, Harold, um, yeah, holds on, and then, yeah, you're like you're, you're falling at a weird angle, but, yeah, you watch as the chain flies down, and then kind of links up with your belt buckle, and you're just kind of being held by your waist, arms and legs dangling. Okay. <laughs> Harold got you, but maybe not for long. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's a new round. You see what must have been the voice that called out to you. They must have been far away, but now they're starting to catch up and they're jumping from kind of platform to platform. And as they do, the platforms, uh, they just shift into essentially the rooftops of buildings and then they run and they jump to the next one rooftop of a building and then they land on the next one and the person that is coming towards you um, you can't see much you see that they're wearing a fedora um, they're kind of um, wrapped up in a long leather jacket but you can see that they have black boots on and as uh, they land they look up and they're like, they kind of look and they go, oh, I thought I was going to have to save you. And then uh, they look back and they're like, Hadir, are you here? And you hear someone kind of like almost roar in this kind of what you almost mistake as like a, a dragon's voice. Like, I'm coming as fast as I can. And then, but you can't see them yet. And they look back and they're like, uh, the person says, can you get to the door? I'm going to try. As I lift Layla up. And they look and like they're they're concentrating and they they look like they're trying to focus on something. And then the door that's made up of that white light starts to shift. And then it starts changing colors. 
Like it goes from like this kind of like this forest green to this like nightscape purple to this uh, like this kind of metallic gold. And like they look like they're just they're sitting there trying to focus, trying to figure something out. And like keep going, keep going. And then it is Layla's turn. If I swing with that, <laughs> yes. I guess I could try to swing up. So what do I need to roll for that? I don't know what that would be. That would uh, typically be an acrobatics check. Well, that's better for me. You know, if I roll well. And? Eight. He just watches Layla starts to <laughs> wiggle and dangle. <laughs> Hopscotch. If I'm hanging by my belt buckle, there's not really much I can do, right? You feel like there's a lot you could do. Can I fly? What do you want to roll to see if you can do that? Um, I would just, like, I would do it like, you know, like Jim Carrey does in uh, Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not bad. Can you describe it for the podcast a little more? Just okay, in case okay. some so people I, haven't so I, seen Burt Wonderstone I just, somehow. You know, close my eyes. I begin to focus. I turn my palms up to receive the universe, and then I feel my body, like, floating up and up and, until I reach Harold. Since you used a Burt Wonderstone <laughs> a reference, <laughs> uh, give me a performance check. 18. So you kind of, like, just hang there, and then you wait for the universe, and the universe doesn't seem to reach out to you. you actually, it feels more like you just kind of start to take more control over what's happening around you, and then you all do kind of see. Hopscotch doesn't go very far, but you feel the uh, weight of the chains lessen as Hopscotch starts to move further and further up on his own accord. Yeah, and then that keeps kind of bringing you up until you <laughs> land into a tuft of goatee. Everybody across my face. <laughs> <laughs> Dice. I'm going to just hurry up and pull Layla up with both arms. How do I... Do I need to roll anything? Uh, make another strength check. All right, I got this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, no, Layla doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> You hey, start. I'm not going down. Yeah. Harold. Okay, so I've got this chain in one hand, and it's got hopscotch on it. So he takes the end of the chain, and he wraps it around an arrow and pulls out the bow and arrow, and he's going to take a shot at the door to stick the arrow into it. And then hopefully, as uh, hopscotch flies past, hopscotch or Harold will be able to grab on the hopscotch and ride him into... <laughs> Victor, it may not, it may not work, and Harold has accepted that. I, in my mind, it's like I take the arrow and I take the chain, and that clamp that like usually we go around an arm almost instantly fits around the arrow, and he just takes the shot up at the door. Fourteen, and yeah, so you watch as like yeah, the arrow somehow takes this heavy chain, flies off, goes into the door. And then you hear like this kind of like draconic roar almost, right? And then the light from within kind of turns, it kind of shifts back into this white light, but it shimmers as it does so. And chain keeps going. <laughs> and then you watch as Harold gets pulled by the chain and Harold keeps going. But the chain's long enough that, yeah, that, that chain and everything attached to it just 
and those two fly through the door and then um anyone that's looking in that direction you watch is like there's like this this crash on the rooftop and when it hits it kind of shifts and it changes into like this uh this crooked horn-like structure like this like horn-like shape of a mountain and the, the creature that lands on top of it is uh, its scales are gold, but it has blue scales racing up uh, the shoulders and chest. Uh, they're covered in uh, spikes. You see that they're wearing a, uh, a kilt around the waist, but from this distance, there's not much else you can see except these shimmering golden eyes that look up at you. I like the rest of you get in there. Layla. Okay, so I'm seeing some crazier shit happen. So she's going to try to focus and like normally druidcraft can just like create like a harmless little puff of wind. But she's going to try to see if she can like focus it more to create wind to kind of blow her up higher as high as she can get up there. So what do I need to roll? And that would be an arcana check, but you can use wisdom. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a 19. Yep. So uh, do you want to describe how it looks like when you cast it? Okay, so, um, well, right now she's just, like, holding on to her staff still. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, she, she doesn't feel like she's falling right now, so she feels a little more comfortable. And so she just kind of closes her eyes and focuses, and then just, like, the wind kind of slowly, like her hair flowing up a little bit and just kind of slowly blows her up as high as it can go. Yeah, this wind kind of picks up and just... Whoosh, lifts you up and carries you the rest of the way. Oh. Dice is just going to look up like... Yep, and you watch as the, the, the hand axe rips out of the staff. Dyson. Is there a tree or anything floating by that I could try and, like, throw the axe at and, like, just swing? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you could try that. Alright. Yeah, make like a makeshift grappling hook. Strength? Well, it'd be an attack roll. Yeah, be an attack roll. It's already a plus six anyway, so, uh, ten. Nah, so you... And it just swings and misses. I'm just gonna throw my arms up. Son of a damn it! And then, from behind you, you hear that kind of, like, that draconic kind of a roar again. Hmm! And then you... But that's what Dyson does, like, whoa! Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, you hear, would you like some help? Turn around? Yeah! And he kind of is looking at the different platforms, the different, like, fractured realities uh, floating around. Kind of focuses, pulls himself back, and not sure what to do at first. He looks down, and he kind of smiles at the uh, horn-shaped mountain that he's standing on. Thinks for a second, and he brings both fists up, and then shatters it, and both him and his uh, companion are able to kind of grab pieces of it, kind of, they, but they're kind of sent flying back. But as he does, he takes his piece and hurls it at you. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll grab it. It's behind me, the door. Like it's he's th- he's throwing it right at you and the door. Yeah, fuck. I'm gonna try and just um, take my other hand axe and just sink it in there, and then just hold on to it. All right. So give me an attack roll. Ooh, 17. So it flies right at you. You kind of lower yourself, but then you drive your hand axe into stone 
like into the it feels like you're dragging your hand axe somehow into the side of a mountain and then you hold on to your hand axe as this fractured piece of mountain keeps flying and it takes you with it through this uh, kind of shimmering door of light rock and fucking roll listening to season four episode six it's like watching slender man run thanks to kevin mcleod and shane ivers for their music in this episode kevin's music can be found at incompetech.com while shane's music can be found at silvermansound.com thanks also to sirenscape for providing sound effects you can find them at sirenscape.com Thing. It was like ghost chacho, like muchacho plus. <laughs> That's like where my brain went. Don't spanglish <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> and so just so you know, I've ghost worked. Chacho. I've ghost worked uh, twelve to fourteen hour days every day this week. So it's just, like all I can think was like, "That's what you're going to call me when I go." He was my ghost chacho. Sargera special. <laughs> that is old school oh my god <laughs> there is this guy we used to um we were on the uh sargeras forums the uh message boards for our server on wow and there was this guy he no matter what the topic was he's like we'd be like are the horde camping stranglethorn too much because they're a fucking problem he's like yeah i mean honestly i think they're a problem but you know what's not a problem <laughs> The spicy Italian from Subway. I'll tell you what, and then, and then he would basically just copy paste the oh the description from their website, Jeez. and like I love you just this man. every time you saw him, you knew that like you could read like two paragraphs and think it's finally over, and then he would drop it in there, find a way to segue into it, and so the spicy Italian is uh, used to be known as the Sargera special. Nice, nice on our server. Yeah, Jesus, Frankie, what made you think of that? I was thinking about that today. <laughs> cool. That's a, all right. <laughs> so what made you think of that? Thoughts. <laughs> My brain. Brain stuff. Brain. <laughs> I passed by Subway and I was like, I should get a Sargera special. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. If we remember. Two heads oh. up, seven up. <laughs> <laughs> no one touches your thumb. Oh. What is that? Heads up seven, huh? Yeah, or like you'd have like a phantom push on your thumb where you swore somebody touched it and then we like Yeah, you're no, like, no, no, nope. someone definitely touched my thumb. Like, like, no, no, we legitimately did not want to touch you, so he did not touch <laughs> you. God. Is that like an Elkhart thing? No, I don't I don't think it is Elkhart. It was like a school thing. It's like a school whenever game. you had whenever you had like just like a lot of downtime in class and you and shit, and then like everybody could play heads up seven up where you all put your head down and seven people go around and you put your thumb up and if they touch your thumb you put your thumb down and then, and then whenever you- they say heads up seven up everybody gets up and the people who got their thumbs pushed stand up and you have to try to guess who touched your thumb and then if you I win that. you yeah. get to go up yeah you never played heads up seven up i played it yeah oh. peter went to parochial school they they didn't believe in fun <laughs> oh my god
No, the kids did. I can I can also spoil something for you. Heads up, Seven Up was not fun. I loved Heads Up Seven Up. What? Oh, was it fun was game. the worst. It was fun. No, dodgeball was the worst. In, we always played. I would take dodgeball over Heads Up Seven Up any day. Dodgeball was no. the best. Oh my god, I was a beast at dodgeball. Do you like the idea that you're like trying to grip onto the bark and you're scratching down as it becomes goatee hair? It's like <laughs> curls perfectly in your hands. I just can't believe that. Like I said that, and it almost like Peter just almost like took it. His, yeah, like, it was okay. just like yeah. <laughs> he was he was he was just gonna be like cool. That sounds great. So a giant goatee. <laughs> Oh my god. I think this is like whale blubber. I think that someone said. Uh, it's blubber? I don't think it's yeah. blubber. It might be um like bone or something. Why would it be blubber? I don't know. I've been using it to open my uh closet. There's like repair like they'll come and repair your closet door. I I know. I keep forgetting to ask them. What's wrong? Like what is it that's The doorknob doesn't work. So like if you close it, it doesn't just take um, the doorknob off at that point. That's what that I was going to do. You can at least pull it, but then you thought, I'll just use your knife? Like, how are you using a knife t- to open it? I was trying to catch the uh, latch. Just, yeah. I need to get them just to fix, just to replace the door, but then I yeah, got to move Yeah, that would my, be good. But then I got to move my poster. Ah. What, wait, what do you need your poster for? There's a poster on the door. Wait, why do you have a poster on the inside of your closet? Because I couldn't close it. Okay. <laughs> It has to stay open. Well, if it's got to stay open, you got to put a poster on it. But now I can't get it to close because then I got to move my poster. So I'm in a real conundrum. Stop thinking of what you should do. What's your heart tell you? (laughs) Okay. uh, I have one idea, but I need to make sure I can do it. Sorry. Um... Just do bite it. the axe. Ooh, do I can, it. um... <laughs> like the what? I said bite the axe. Bite the axe? Don't do uh, it. <laughs> well, I was seeing... Okay, wrong? so I could turn into a baboon? <laughs> <laughs> I guess what? I could turn into a baboon well, here. I mean, I'm just trying to think, like... Because they can, like, climb and shit. And they're, they're just as weak as me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Midas I, you're thinking of it the wrong way. You're as strong as a baboon. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's I'm as strong as a baboon. Exactly. I gotta add in my feed from D&D Beyond that says, you've been spotted on our site for sorry, a limited what? time. Save 25% on all digital D&D books with code. Guys, direct marketers, come on. Oh my come gosh. On. You've Please been spotted a- on our site. First of all, you never tell people like oh my God. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. We've been looking at you for a while now. Yeah, that's <laughs> And your personal information seems like the perfect fit. Yeah. <laughs> hey Jess, how's it going? Use <laughs> Yeah. Use code Pedro's okay to get twenty five. <laughs> it's like <laughs> A little too much. Yeah. Use code Willow fell asleep by now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Use code my last four social. (laughs) Use use code lock your door 25. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're always plus watching. the last four of your social. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's expect Pedro to op- to see this door open and a cat no. being flung in and the door closing. It's <laughs> <This is laughs> like every night with us. He is a special needs kitty. He uh Aww. Well, in that like he's a jerk and yeah. you have to like <laughs> So what I'm hearing is that he's a cat. <laughs>